Hey friends, it's Mark James, and I'm joined here by my beautiful wife, the one and only... Sarah James! Who's currently eating macarons. I'm so bad. Oh, macarons. Good old macarons. She's eating them because we got them from a friend's birthday party. My friend Matt is a chef. In fact, he's the only person who's in my phone, not as their full name. Even Sarah is in my phone as her full name. Um, because everybody is, I always just put first name, second name in the correct slots, but he's in there as Matt the chef. <laughs> I think because for I years, Sarah James, when you call me, yeah, I know I'm in your phone as Magic Mark, mm-hmm. but, um, well, it's just whatever you first, whatever I first knew you as, although I, f- I didn't know you as Sarah James, did I? That would be an incredible leap of faith <laughs> to put you in there as my name. <laughs> I'm when gonna I put it past you though. When I, <laughs> psycho. <laughs> I'm not a psycho, I'm passionate. I knew I loved you. I knew I loved you before I met you. It's a shame you can't see facial expressions on this podcast. I think I dreamed you into life. It's the same face your friends are doing now because they're listening to you singing. I knew I loved. It's a bit of Savage Garden, that. Savage singing. You've got a savage garden now. You never used to have one. I met you. You're very tidy down there. How do you know you haven't seen it for a while? <laughs> <laughs> I went out last night. It's lovely and neat. Is it? Did you get it tidied up for yesterday? No, I didn't. <laughs> God, I was going to say. I've got a spa day in a couple of days. I might sort it out there. Oh, good. Do you want me to get the garden around? No. The weed killer? The strimmer? No. <laughs> do I need to put my gloves on? Anyway, enough about my beautiful wife's lady garden. Let's get back on at the point. The point is that Matt is in my phone as Matt the chef, and he always has been. Even though I now know his second name, I've just never changed it. But uh, I've known Matt for the second longest I've known anybody that's in my sort of local area day-to-day life. Because when I first moved away from home, I worked for Haven, as you know. I did two years, but then I sort of got, um, I got, I wouldn't say headhunted, because that suggests that you pick the best person out of a company and take them to another bigger company. I got uh, foot-hunted, that's lower down the ranks. I got taken out of Haven by um, a small company that had just got a new contract to go to this place called Ribby Hall and put the entertainment in there. And... I sort of ran the entertainment. It was the presenter and all that sort of stuff, and it was really good. And when I moved in there, there was another girl on the team already, and she lived in this little house outside of the uh, place, literally on the same road, but outside of the holiday park. She lived there with her boyfriend. She was on the entertainment team. Her name was Amanda. He was one of the chefs at the place, and his name was Andy. And they had a spare room in their house, but it was kind of owned by the holiday park. So they found out that I was going to be moving in with them. And Andy found out that I was going to be moving in with them. And as you'd imagine, he was very unhappy about it because he'd been living in this house with a spare room with his girlfriend and having a right old time. And then he finds out some guy that he's never met is going to be moving in with them. So he was fuming. But anyway, after about a week, I didn't really get on that great with the girl who was on the team with me. But me and him were fast friends and we got on like a house on fire. So we used to stay up late at night and watch wrestling and, you know, chat and all that sort of stuff. And we became good pals. Anyway, the uh, head chef at the time was Matt. Andy was the pastry chef. Is that the, uh, is that the sous chef? 
it's not, that's not right, is it? The sous chef is like the assistant chef, mm. but the pastry chef's got a different name. Pastry chef. <laughs> <laughs> They're very literal, aren't they, in the kitchen? Because they know they use all them French words. They say mise en plus for prep and all that, don't they? Mm. There must be another word for your pastry chef. I'm not sure. Anyway, someone will know. Don't write in. It's not that important. But Andy was the pastry chef and his mate, his best friend, was the head chef. And so, um, oh no, Matt was the sous chef because Nigel, who ran the kitchen, was the head chef at the time. Anyway, so day two, I meet this guy, Matt, and all of that happened 15 years ago. And tonight was Matt's 40th birthday and we were there. So we've been friends for all that time. But I've known him since literally I moved to this area. I met them two first. And so it's quite nice that we've stayed friends. Matt's a big football fan. He sports Blackpool. And uh, Andy is not a football fan, but uh, we all had a nice time. We took Joshua as well because kids were invited. Although he was the only one there, wasn't he? No, there was a couple of kids sat down. Oh, was there? Families. Okay. Well, they were invited. It was at a cricket club. It was very casual. It was nice. And uh, they had a big barbecue outside because obviously they're chefs. So they got their stuff from where they work and all that. They did a nice barbecue. Great burgers, great veggie burgers, great sausages, uh, macarons, of which Sarah brought a few home, and some cake, of which we brought a slice each home. Sarah's had about 10 macarons. So um, the mac were macaroned out. I don't really like them, to be honest. Although there is a place in Norwich called Macarons and More, run by a chef called Tim Kinnaird, who um, was on Great British Menu. And he makes these passion fruit macarons that I do like, which is weird because I don't like macarons and I don't especially like passion fruit. But those passion fruit macarons, they're delicious. What else do I like where I don't like the two constituent ingredients, but I like that thing? There's another thing, isn't there? What is it? You must be able to remember. There's something where you go, where I like it, but I don't like either of the things separately. But when you put it together, it's magical. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only eat pineapple on pizzas. There's no other time when I eat pineapple except on a pizza. But there's something, and you've commented on it before. Isn't it weird how you don't like that thing, but you like it when it's like that? Balls, we're never going to remember. So anyway, passion fruit macarons, they're all right. And it was nice to see Matt. It was nice to see Andy. It was nice to meet their two respective partners properly. Uh, I'd never met Matt's wife before, but I'd met Andy's girlfriend a few times. But um, yeah, it was quite nice. And Joshua was very good. He's a very good boy, isn't he? Mm. Very good boy. He's very, had nice confidence that wasn't overbearing and chatted to adults and stuff, but wasn't annoying and didn't, you know, do anything stupid. That I gen- I hate kids in general, especially other people's. And um, I, I hate when there's kids at a table with adults and everyone just talks to the kid who talks utter shit. But Joshua knows when to be quiet, and he does, and just lets adults talk. And then sometimes he'll get involved, but he won't be boring about it. He'll say something and then he'll quieten down again. He's good company. He's a good dinner guest. He's very used to being around adults. He's very used to being around adults, yeah. So he knows when it's time to not try and monopolise the conversation with things that aren't important. Because whenever you're in a room with with adults, if there's a baby in the room, everyone just sort of stares at the baby, don't they? The baby becomes the focus, but the baby can't add anything to the conversation. Babies don't have anything to say. Imagine if they did. Imagine if you were born just talking straight away. Imagine if you just came out and you were immediately like, oh, fuck me, it was dark in there. <laughs> 
Imagine that. Imagine if babies were born able to talk. Don't you think it's weird that humans are the only thing that are not, like, ready to go straight away? You know, with animals, animals, like, drop out. They walk and stuff straight away. Yeah. Or they get eaten, don't they? Like, giraffe babies fall from a reasonable height, don't they? You see them getting squeezed out. But they do, they fall, and they land, and then they just get up and walk. Mm -hmm. Nearly all animals are basically ready to go. Mm -hmm. And humans are completely shit for about two years. They can't do anything. And then they take ages to learn how to do anything proper. And then they're pretty good for ages. And then towards the end, we're all a bit useless again, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Supposed to be the most advanced species on Earth. And yet, you know, a little deer drops out and boom, it's trotting about within a couple of days. I don't know why I chose a deer. But imagine if we were born ready to go. Imagine if we just fell out in a little business suit, started making deals. <laughs> I can tell that I'm off on a tangent because Sarah's pulling a lot of confused faces. She's looking at her phone, but she's also looking as if to say, what the hell are you going on about? This probably happens a lot during this podcast, but there's not normally anybody there to give me that facial expression that suggests... I don't know what you mean. You look full, you know. You've you've leant back a little bit. You look like you're a bit overfaced by it all. I've had too many macarons. Too much creme patissiere in between the layers, and soft macaronness. I just had three then. Like you ate three. Yeah. They were big as well. I know. Did you get any more of that chocolate cake? There's Joshua's piece. So if I ate another piece, I'd be eating Joshua's piece. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, there is some more macarons, so you can have them. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. So you went out last night. Yeah. While me and Joshua went to the football, you went out. I did. Out, out. Out, That's out. And went to Blackpool and then woke up this morning in a hotel with Layla. Yeah, Layla. And went for coffee mm -hmm. and drove home and on the way picked us up McDonald's. It was very nice. Yes. And you've not really been hung over today like you normally would be. Um, no, I'm surprised actually because obviously my first proper night out. Normally on nights out you're right off the next day. And you go to bed for hours. You did go to bed for a bit. But so did I. No, only because I was cuddling him and fell asleep. Uh, and he fell asleep. I had a two-hour nap on the couch. Well, I did all right, considering, but we didn't stay out. We did drink, though. We did shots and all sorts. But you were back in by half two, which mm. is unusual. It's early for me. <laughs> we went out at seven. Oh, that's early as well. We started drinking at seven. We started drinking at six o'clock because we had a bottle of fizz in the room. Maybe you should try that. Go out earlier and come home earlier. I don't get not going out until 10 and staying out until 4. Mm, it is a girl thing. You do tend to go out later. I think whatever happens, you're getting six or seven hours out, aren't you? If you started earlier. If I go out at three in the afternoon. I don't know. It was just nice to be out. It felt good. It was normal and felt good. and Yeah. Well, to the last day of July. Tomorrow is August. I've got 25, 25 days. days left. 25 days till my birthday. 25 days to just be notably thinner than I was when I started this podcast. I think I was like, what was I, 19 stone 10 or something? I don't know, it'll tell you, won't it? On your, you'll have to listen to your first episode. Do you, no, I didn't start talking about my weight straight away, I don't think. Yeah. I think that was a bit in. 
before I started putting... Well, if you go on Instagram or Facebook or something and look at that kind of date, we'll know what you... You'll know just by looking, won't you, where you are. Yeah. Well, I don't have any Facebook, do I? I don't have any pictures. Oh, you forgot mine, has not I don't know what we did for your birthday last year. Did we do anything? Was it lockdown? <laughs> it was lockdown, yeah. I don't know what we did. No, no, because I gigged. We started gigging again in August, didn't we? Mm. For a bit. So were you gigging? I don't know what I did. I don't know either. Should we call it a day? Yeah. Shit, it's 23.59. Bye, friends.